This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's podcast and this edition of College Dame Day. Um, you know, we could talk about the volleyball win over Purdue, but unfortunately, we will start with the uh, Husker football team versus Purdue. So we did cover, if we're looking for a positive, we covered, um, but we did fall short by by six points. What were your biggest takeaways, Amy? I felt like on the beginning of the game, well, actually just kind of sporadically throughout, we kind of went back to our old like tackling techniques. We had a lot of missed tackles. I think I counted like five or six on one play, which isn't good. I was kind of heartened by the fact that we hung in there like at the end, like they would score and we would score, um, but we just didn't stop them enough. Um, and they like our defense just didn't hold up. Our offense did really well. Trey, Par- Trey Palmer did very well leading the nation in yards right now. Um, what, what did you think about Casey Thompson? Um, well, here's the thing. Our offensive line is horrible. Um, and I saw something yesterday how, like, we've made it a point to go get, like, size. Because only, I think it was, like, something like two players are, like, under 6'5 since the whole, like, Scott Frost era. And I get the philosophy behind it. Like, we were getting manhandled by, like, Wisconsin, the Minnesota, like, all of those. And so we wanted a big line. but um, I was on this fan page yesterday and someone had a good point. Like the Zach Wiegerts, like our pipeline back in the day, they were not huge. Like it was a toughness slash, um, I don't know, talent thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't size just doesn't mean you have a good line. We have size, but we don't have a good line. And it's like, I think a lot of it's like coachability, like mm-hmm. teach them how, like, techniques or something I don't know I don't think size is necessarily what we need to go after because that's not what's we haven't had that in the past and we've had success so it's like I get the point of what we were trying to do but Casey wasn't perfect but he didn't have a lot of options sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't know like I did see him make some bad decisions I saw him get sacked like when he should have scrambled and just thrown the ball out um past the line of scrimmage to not get like intentional grounding, but he didn't have a whole lot of time, a lot of times to do what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just, it was like an okay time. performance from him for you. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was all right. Okay. Cause I, I knew that he threw a couple of picks, but which is not great. Like you said, but I also didn't feel like it led him to spiral either. Like, I felt yeah. like he bounced back from that pretty well. So yes, that's which, kind of encouraging. Yes, it wasn't like Adrian where he was in his head and then just, like, sucking right. all game. He just had some, like, moments of, like, oh, that was a bad decision. But it didn't define his performance the rest of the game. So I know we've talked a little bit about Trey Palmer, but um, I was looking at some of his stats, and he has an 89.5 um, PFF, which, if you don't know what that is, it's pro football focus. Uh, which leads the nation. And then he has 781 yards, which also leads the nation. And I know he set a Husker record as well for the game. So that's exciting. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> um, 
something that was really funny. I don't know if you guys saw the interview, but um, they were talking to him after the game because, you know, how he had a lot of uh, big plays um, and he was beating the other team's corner pretty bad. And so they were, you know, asking Trey Paul about the game and, you know, he's being pretty humble. He's like, it was a good game. Like, you know, we, we all tried our best. And they're like, you know, what were you happiest with? He's like, I'm not happy because we as a team didn't get a win. It's, you know, it's not individual. It's me, all this stuff. And so he's giving all the right answers. And then they're like, what did you say to that corner? And he kind of like, chuckles and suck. he's like, dude, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, eh, it was funny. I was like, that's true. And I'm like, you can say that because you, yeah. you beat him uh, multiple times. Him. But... Like abused him. Yeah. The speed, like everything. Yeah. And I know you guys just said it, but again, it's like, imagine what we could do if Casey Thompson had time. Like, if we had a better line, our offensive line, talking about the PFF scores at Pro Football Focus, they're scoring, it's, like, unbelievably low. Like, it's almost like, how do you score that? Like, you're yeah. almost getting, like, zeros. Like, that's, un- like, it's unheard of how We're bad. We're cutting records, Laura. Yes. Like, they that's, are terrible. That's yeah. what I was telling Megan. I don't think you heard, but um, because I saw this, this other stat that, like, we haven't signed, um, like, given scholarships. I think it was, like, in the pat like in the Scott Frost era, we've only given given out two scholarships to um, linemen under six five. So we've been going for size, which I understand, but like the size isn't translating into performance. So Skill. The, yes. <laughs> size does not correlate to performance. Thank it's you, Amy. <laughs> yes, so I sent you right up for that one. We yes. haven't had any of those yet this season, so thank you. Well, I'm sure we have. I haven't picked up on anyone. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's nice to see again, I'm not trying to make moral victories. Like we need to get wins, but when we don't, it's nice to be able to look for some positives and certainly Trey Palmer is doing a good job staying out. Hartsog also got an interception again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. little engine that could out there. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. He's Caden's like favorite defender, new defender. Cause he really liked like Cam Taylor Britt and Jojo and like all the guys that kind of moved on but that's yeah. his new favorite one yeah our um i was looking to at some of the like box score in the team stats and they were two for two on fourth downs and we were zero for zero but i'm like uh we also had the, the we had that opportunity to tackle o'connell in the backfield and missed him on that fourth down Ugh. Yeah, killed there us was, there was killed that, us that, that one touchdown they ran well there was a couple where we had so many missed tackles, and if we'd have just kept him out of the end zone one more time, we would have won because they missed that extra point um, at the end. So that was just like just all we needed was one stop on one of those drives, and the game would have been ours, and we just couldn't get one. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't get it done. It's not often that you put up 37 points in the Big Ten and you lose, but yeah, such such is the case. Uh, what do you guys think so far of Mickey Joseph? How do you think he's done? I mean, I think he's done well. I mean, with the cards yeah. he's been handed. He's yeah, <laughs> I, I think the expectations are pretty low after the way our season started. Uh, and I think for us to have as many wins as we do now is impressive. Like if we get a win, yeah, we're 500 again. Like it's just you kind of <laughs> like win every other at this point to stay 500. So that's yeah. pretty much I think all anyone's going for at this point. But I am. Um, I saw Adam Carricker posted something that um, it looks like we have our coach like narrowed down. And he was like, he was like, I'm, I'm hearing lots of 
the same things from different sources. He's like, so I can't comment on anything yet, but it looks like we know who our next coach is going to be. And the way he was talking, it didn't sound like Mickey Joseph. And so yeah. I'm just kind of like, which I didn't really think he had a huge show. Like, yeah, he wasn't given very much to work with. But um, so hopefully he hangs like around, it's, though. It's being, I just hope it's not like Park a Boy or uh, I don't know. Just some Matt of the names Wolf. I've been hearing. I'm just Art like. Spock. Yeah. Matt like, Rule <laughs> is who you're referring to? Yes, Matt Rule. I'm just, wondering, like, and I have nothing to go off of, but, like, do you think we're going to get Bill O'Brien? I hope not. I don't know. Because I really don't think Lance Leipold is going to be. Yeah. I'm I'm staying at Kansas or going to Wisconsin. Like, that's. Mm -hmm. that's It does seem more likely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't think he. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I just have this bad feeling in my gut, though. Mm hmm. I also don't know if, like, anyone they say is going to make us happy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like anybody's yeah. going to come and improve it. Just because I'm like, there's no one that any – unless they're, like, Nick Saban is coming to Nebraska, I don't <laughs> think that, like, I'm going to be happy with anybody until they prove it. So it's kind of like yeah. whatever. Yeah, I I was going to say, I mean, right now for me, Mickey Joseph is at the top yeah. of the list just because there's no one else that excites me. Um, mm. And, yeah, like you said, every name that's thrown out there, I feel a little disappointment when I think about them coming to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. No, no offense. <laughs> them but yeah no I they should be offended I don't want them <laughs> stay away please that's actually that's I you. would I would be excited still and this is absolutely not going to happen but if Zach Taylor was coming after what he okay, said uh, Nick Saban Zach Taylor okay yes but these are not viable options okay? I understand like, that. I hate Tom Osborne okay fine Elizabeth, the eternal optimist understands these are not choices so I know. stop doing this I know See, that's and that's the problem too is I'm like so no one's going to really make me happy. But I would agree, Megan. I think Mickey Joseph is he, – he does seem like a player's coach. So mm-hmm, it seems yeah. like he's good for the morale at least. So hopefully he sticks around. Mm-hmm. Um, we are off next week. So, again, we'll have a nice week to kind of relax and breathe. Hopefully the boys will be able to recoup a little bit. Um, let's move on to talking about last week's picks. So we'll run through the games and kind of just um, quickly recap the outcomes. Um, we had Penn State, Michigan. Um, <laughs> I'm still shocked you guys took Penn State. I, I, I mean, it I was feeling close. foolish about that pick personally. The first half, I will say, was was decently close, and Penn State was leading at one point. So, I guess maybe not not terrible. Um, Alabama, man, we missed this one. That was a great game. Wild game. I think a lot was like undecided too, not even knowing who would be the quarterback. Um, yeah. For Alabama, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, Tennessee they had their game plan and they they stuck to it. They um like had the orders to put in like the collapsible goalposts and stuff before the game because they had a feeling that, that um, yeah it might happen. And so they were like after the fact they were like this is them like putting I don't know it was just kind of funny it was like they were yeah um, expecting it but that that whole coming down to a field goal that's just very Ab- unlike Alabama to lose at the end on special teams. Like, well, actually, yeah. well, actually, to lose on a kick is very actually, much like yeah. Actually, if you think about Auburn and some of their games with Alabama, but yeah, um, I thought I for sure the Alabama kicker was going to make their field goal. I thought for sure he was going to make it. But yeah, well, the Tennessee kick was ugly. Like, I don't oh know my gosh, how it even made it's it. Through. It reminded me of that time we beat Northwestern with yeah. um 
I don't even remember who we put in to kick. Lame it wasn't McCallum. like anyone. McCallum. Who was it? Yeah. Lay McCallum. Yeah. Maybe. Yes, yes, yes. And it like barely cleared. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, I couldn't even see it because it didn't get high enough. I'm like, yeah. uh. I thought it got blocked. That's the same yeah. thing that happened with this one. I thought that it got blocked too. It was first. tipped. It was tipped. Yeah, like I thought it was like blocked blocks. I didn't yeah. see it. And then I was like, oh. And you're like, there it is, like waffling through yeah, but, the air. It, yeah, it was like, the, there yeah. it is. Very ugly. It was pretty ugly. Um, I will say that game, though, just I know that they lost. And so he's probably not even going to be a contender at this point. But Bryce Young, that his stock should have gone up for the Heisman because he's the only reason they were even in that game. game, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's so impressive. And the rest of the team is so unimpressive. It's just like night and day. Here's the thing, though. I think he can. Like if he closes out his season strong. Mm-hmm. I think that actually like kind of bodes in his favor because um yeah, I know he's like a long shot now for the Heisman, but I think I think he could be like a dark horse. Um yeah, I just don't really expect Alabama to finish out strong because they look so bad at so many positions. I just think they're going to let him down. But anyway, he was very impressive to me. Um did, um, Michael sent me this this morning about um, Hendon, Hendon Hooker, Tennessee's mm-hmm. quarterback, like how old he is. Mm-hmm. But he's older than Lamar Jackson, Mac Jones, Tua Tagovailoa, and Jake Fromm, who are all NFL quarterbacks. So I'm like, he better be good. It's like yeah. essentially a men among boys out there, really, yes. with how old he is. Yeah. Um, and then the other funny tweet I saw was the, maybe Megan, you or Amy sent it out, but um, how Tennessee was like, well, it looks like we actually need GoPost to um, perform the game this weekend. So does anyone want to, like, donate or something? Yeah. And uh, I was just laughing. The comments were even funnier. Someone's like, seriously, with how high tuition is, you can't. like. And someone else was like, the amount you charge for parking, like, at the game. And someone else was like, we'll just go for two every time. It's <laughs> better anyway. Like, it was pretty yeah. funny. But, yeah, there's a there's a request out there to get some GoPost back. Yeah, they're trying to raise some money for the, the replacements, I guess. Yes. Um, Oklahoma State TCU, also a very good game. It was a rough week for a lot of our family. Sorry, Jared. Sorry, Luke and Autumn. Sorry to us. Not not mm-hmm. a lot of our teams won. Um, so was that game a push? No. Um, TCU was favored by four, and they won by three. By three. Okay. So, the, yeah. So Oklahoma State actually did beat the spread. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Florida State Clemson. Um, I actually did not watch this game, but it looks like Clemson. Mm, yeah. I mean, it was close for it maybe a close. quarter. <laughs> and I then it was Clemson. Close. What was the final score? Maybe I was thinking. The final was score made it look actually closer than it was for the majority of the game. So Clemson um, really started to put them away second quarter. Um, and then at the very end, Florida 34. State came back. Yeah. yeah, so Clemson 34, Florida State 28. Yeah. Um, the Utah-USC game as well. Um, Amy actually got this one. Utah won but didn't cover um, mm-hmm. 43 to 42. So handed USC first loss. So overall, woohoo! I won. That never hey, happened. Hold up. Are we picking spreads or are we picking straight ups when we do this? We're picking, We're picking against the spread. Spreads. There's very few games I feel like that we pick that just the straight up winner is going to be a difficult pick. Well, in like, I mean, a lot of them are like three points or around there. Like that's 
That's what we did last year, is it not? Okay. I'm okay, sorry. So like, All right, we'll, we'll, we will re-clarify the rules for this week's pick. Yes. Bring you with the spread. Um, and we'll start with Syracuse-Clemson. Clemson is favored by 13 and a half. They are at home. So if you think Clemson will win by more than 13 and a half, you I pick understand. them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. You pick Syracuse. I'm going to take Clemson. I really want to take Syracuse because I feel like they have Clemson's number. Like every year this game is close. But I also feel like Clemson is really starting to put things together, figure things out. And I'm scared they're just going to come out and be firing on all cylinders. But I will go ahead and pick Syracuse. Okay. That was an emotional roller coaster. Um, (laughs) You're welcome. We're back. I'm okay, letting you into have, my thought process. I have Shipley, so my fantasy team. So I want him to do well. So I was like, maybe I should pick Syracuse then to hedge myself. Um, so you're sad either way. No, so I win either way. Um, <laughs> I will just go ahead. I think Clemson will win by two touchdowns, to be honest. So I'm just going to pick Clemson. If you would have picked Clemson, I probably would have picked Syracuse, but. <laughs> okay. So next up, we have Old Miss versus LSU. It is at LSU, and LSU is favored by two and a half. I am taking Old Miss all day. Okay. Who just had a player that died? Was it Old Miss or Mississippi State? It was Mississippi State okay. because it was uh, Mike Leach made the statement. Okay. Mm. Did they ever find out what happened? I didn't read it, so I just saw that he died, and I didn't know if it was like. Yeah, well, I read the article that first came out, and it said, you know, it was undetermined, but they didn't suspect foul play, which makes me think it was like a medical issue. Oh, King suicide, because I thought, oh, I don't know. Well, okay, I don't know either. Um, With all the CTE stuff. Right. Maybe that's just how my mind went. I don't know. Someone else said it's okay to not be okay. RIP Sam. So I would assume. So yeah, maybe it seems like that is what happened. Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, either way, it's it's too bad. Okay, so LSU's favored by... Oh, I'm I'm for sure taking Ole Miss. Okay, I really hate that you guys did that because that makes me want to take LSU, especially because they're at home, but I cannot bring myself Blank to Kiffin. cheer for them. <laughs> so I will have to go Ole Miss too, and that means we probably just ensured LSU is going to win this. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I will let... I picked first this last time, so I'll let you all pick first. UCL, this is game day. It is UCLA versus Oregon. It's at Oregon, who is favored by six. Um, I have not watched either team play this year, so this is kind of difficult. The way Oregon played against Georgia, I'm like, ooh, but it's a home game for Oregon. It yes. is. And they're favored by six. I'm just going to pick UCLA. I am going to... Oh, gosh, these are hard. I really think Oregon will win because of my conviction that there is not a team in the Pac-12 that can dominate. So they're going to all beat each other. I just don't know if I can pick them to win by six. So I'm going to go UCLA, too. Okay, well, I don't know if this will change your mind, Megan, but I'm taking UCLA, too. Uh, Okay. All right, well, then, no, no, no. Go back and change me to Oregon. I'll take Oregon. Okay. I thought it might change your mind. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm really on the fence there, too, because 
Bo Nix has apparently been playing a lot better, Bo which Nix according to is. you guys means he's due for a bad game. Yeah, but Bo Nix is so Jekyll Hyde. It's like it is. A <laughs> oh, all right. We'll see what happens. Um, I have a feeling we might all take the same team again, but that's all right. Kansas State TCU at TCU. I'm taking TCU. Like I don't I, know. I don't know how they're only favored by three and a half, but right. yeah, that's how I feel about it too. I, I think Kansas State is not a great team. No, I will take one for the team. I will... like, oh, he's he's finally got a line. This is what he can do. Blah blah blah. If you take out the Oklahoma game and you just look at his QB rating from. Like, it's atrocious. Like, he's not good. I'm sorry. So, I hope TCU just absolutely obliterates them. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like vindiction. I will take yeah. I will take one for the team then. I really think, it, uh, you know, TCU will win. But, you know what? I'll throw, I'll throw Adrian Martinez bone. I'll take K-State. Okay. Well, I have to take TCU because I don't think it's going to be close. And then, lastly, uh, we have Minnesota-Penn State. Um, in Minnesota. Is their quarterback okay? Because he went out injured, and I thought he was maybe done. Tanner Morgan. Yeah. Is yeah, I saw that he went out last week, but I don't. I haven't heard any updates. I, I yeah. bet he's not playing. Um, Ibrahim's um, back. He was dealing with a couple different things. Um, I don't really care. I don't think their quarterback's that great anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. I'm taking Minnesota. Okay. I will, take, I will take Penn State. I'm taking Penn State, too. I, I actually hate that because I, I hate that the West looks weak all the time, but <laughs> I can't argue with facts. So I, I do think Penn State's probably the better team. All right. Well, again, we'll get to be able to relax this weekend, watch some of the other games coming going on around the country. Um, so everyone enjoy the Nebraska week off. Um, tune in, maybe watch our girls play some volleyball, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content.